This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Can you believe it, Chico? This has all come down to this. This is the last one. The last one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. But for now, this is the end of the journey. We are now far from home. Quite literally, I might add. Quite literally for Peter Parker in the second stint in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as far as solo movies go because, well, between Homecoming and Far From Home, we had his uh, two appearances in the Avengers movies in Infinity War in 2018 and Endgame in 2019. I guess guess it would be his appearance, his disappearance, and then his reappearance. His reappearance. Yes. Something about him not feeling so good or something. But at the end of the day... We had the. I mean, I liked Al in Endgame how, like, the whole thing revolving Tony Stark in Endgame revolves around Tony's failure to protect Peter. And we'll talk about that at the end as far as what happened afterwards. But Endgame kind of revolves around Tony and his relationship with his daughter, Morgan. And knowing how much he cares about Morgan. He decides, you know what, I owe it to Peter and everybody that I have to help the Ever Avengers undo the snap. And they do. They literally have to drag him from outer space in order to do it. So, Yeah. But I do love how in Endgame they get the part where uh, it's basically peter and then everybody's doing basically their impression of the greased up deaf guy with the gauntlet you're never gonna catch me with the gauntlet thanos you're never gonna catch me yeah it was basically the worst sort of classic or lateral ever i mean you had everybody within the last two phases of the mcu just accidentally tossing the gauntlet tossing the gauntlet tossing the gauntlet then it turns out they didn't even need the gauntlet because Tony grafted all six Infinity Stones to his armor, and well, yeah. I how did Iron he? Man. How did he manage to steal the stones right before Thanos tried to? Uh, you know what? I guess he has some sticky fingers. That Tony Stark. What can I say? Hmm. Well. Of course, at the end, we had the funeral for Tony at the end, and everyone did their thing. So now we're back here. Okay, this is the epilogue to the Infinity Saga, the last film of Phase 3 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And pretty much, I think Spider-Man's the only other character other than Iron Man to have two movies in one phase of the MCU. Because Iron Man Um, had Iron Man 1 and 2 in Phase 1. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Iron Man 1 and 2 were in Phase 1. Uh, Captain America had a movie in all three phases. Thor had all Thor three. had a movie in all three phases. And, yeah, this would be the second time that you'd have an MCU character with his own movie twice in a single phase. 
Yes. But we got some new characters as far as Spider-Man related go into this journey, but they're familiar in the MCU. We have playing Nick Fury, of course, Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. And of course, uh, new to the MCU, but not new to Spider-Man lore, would be Mysterio, who, if you remember uh, an earlier episode we did, was supposed to be the central villain in Spider-Man 4 before it was canceled. Yes. And and they were actually supposed to get Bruce Campbell, who Sam Raimi just adored. Sam Raimi just adored Bruce Campbell. Uh, Instead, they get Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, you could do worse than Jake Gyllenhaal, really. Well, we did mention back in Spider-Man 2 that he was a potential replacement for Tobey Maguire when he had his back injury. And, okay, fun fact about Jake Gyllenhaal. If you've heard the song All Too Well by Taylor Swift, he's the guy she's talking about in the song. Ten minutes gold. Anyway. Oh, yeah. And he's also the star of What's That Movie, Yeah, Yeah? The two cowboy guy, he's gay with the guy he busts away. We got another new character in this movie. Playing the character of Julius Dell is a favorite comedian of ours, J.B. Smoove from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yep. And I think he turned out okay. Jerry, his planet was destroyed. Who are these two right here? It's Jerry Seinfeld and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> so Jerry tapping that ass, huh? What is it? You never saw that show? You never watched it? <laughs> Hello, Newman. Hello, Jerry. This little fat bastard. <laughs> now, that little look for And in fact, I believe uh, J.B. Smoove got the role because... He did a Spider-Man Homecoming car commercial with Tom Holland like uh, before the movie came out, and he was so good in that commercial with Tom Holland that they decided, you know what? Let's put J.B. Smoove in the next movie. So he's basically like a kind of, I don't know, like a sidekick slash chauffeur to uh, Mr. Harrington in this movie. Something like that, yeah. Sort of a chaperone. The word you're looking for is chaperone. Chaperone, that's right. Oh, and also, playing the assistant to Nick Fury is, of course, Maria Hill, which means, yeah, Kobe Smulders. The divine Kobe Smulders. Yes. And playing Happy Hogan, of course, from the Iron Man movies, is John Favreau. <laughs> and, of course, if it wasn't for John Favreau, well, there'd be no MCU, so... Oh, yeah. Those are our new characters in this movie. So I guess there's nothing left to do, but um, let's get started, shall we? Yep. Oh, this is one of those things that you want to pay close attention to everything. Every single detail in this movie. In fact, here's a fun fact. Did you know that this is actually the first time in a Spider-Man movie that they play the traditional Columbia Pictures fanfare? I don't even remember that the Columbia Pictures fanfare. I mean, I remember like the uh, the fanfare that they had um, in the eighties, I guess, with the sunlight logo. Yeah, but the you know Columbia Pictures fanfare music since probably like when they redesigned the logo in ninety three is like do 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 do. Oh yeah, that. 
And then you have, of course, a fun dissolve from the Columbia Pictures logo to this statue right here. Which kind of looks like uh, Our Lady of something or other, but isn't. It's kind of sort of Raiders of the Lost Ark X, how they uh, had the dissolve with the Paramount logo. So now we're in Mexico. Ooh, Mexico. What are we doing in Mexico? We're not getting tequila. We're uh, driving through the ruins of what once was a town. And so we see Nick and Maria looking at the town. And there's apparently a cyclone that came into this town. They said the cyclone had a face. A face, huh? And then all of a sudden, there's a man with green smoke and a fishball head. Who says, who are you? And then, oh, big monster thing. And then he says, you don't want any part of this. Zoom. And then. And I will always love you. Never do that again. Gone, but not forgotten. Thanks to Kenneth Lim and Vianne Remmermurthy for their help with that touching video tribute. This year has been nothing short of... It is crazy. It's like insane. Jason. What? No swearing. Yeah, it's like the last day of school. We're good. Historic. Over five years ago, half of all life in the universe, including our own Midtown High, was wiped from existence. But then, eight months ago, a band of brave heroes brought us back. They called it the blip. Those of us who blipped away came back the same age, but our classmates that didn't blip had grown five years older. Yeah, like my little brother is now older than me. Yeah, it's math. And even though we had blipped away halfway through the school year and had already taken midterms, the school made us start the whole year over from the beginning. It's totally unfair. It's not right. Tigers, it's been a long, dramatic, somewhat confusing road. As we draw this year to a close, it's time to move on to a new phase of our lives. Probably nothing crazy happens again because are the Avengers even like a thing anymore? Does anyone even have a plan? So yeah, we get the Marvel Studios logo as Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You is playing. And we get this touching montage from, of course, the Midtown Science News Report honoring those we lost in Endgame, in Memoriam, in Comic Sans. Hey, it's high school, okay? We have Tony. We got Steve. We got Nat. And, of course, we got a crappy low-res picture of Vision that they obviously had to get from Google Images. We got to get a picture of Vision. All right, let's just get this picture. Who cares if the compression on this picture is crap? We got to use it in this montage. It is a crappy looking picture. Then we have a picture of Tony. With these uh, sort of low res transparent. And then there's, oh my God. You can definitely see the Getty Images watermark on that. Yes. 
So desperate to get a gif of candles on Google Images that they didn't want to pay however much it was for the Getty Images watermark to remove it. And then we get Betty and Jason saying, gone, but not forgotten. Man, those kids that did that video tribute, kids, you did a really bad job. Yeah. This year has been nothing sort of... Weep is crazy. It's insane. Jason, what? No swearing. It's the last day of school. We're good. Historic. It is the last day of school. Over five years ago, half of all life in the universe, including our own Midtown High, was wiped from existence. But then eight months ago, a band of brave heroes brought us back. They called it the blip. Those of us who blipped away came back the same age, but our classmates that didn't blip had grown five years older. And Jason's little brother is now older than him because it's math. And even though they blipped away halfway through the year and had already taken their midterms, the school made them start the whole year over from the start, which is totally unfair. But it's been a long, dramatic, somewhat confusing road. And as the year draws to a close, it's time to move on. Is it, though? To a, Oh, to a new phase of their lives. As Jason questions, are the Avengers even a thing anymore? Which we're still trying to figure out, too. Yeah, I mean, we're three movies into Phase 4, and we're wondering, yes, everybody's talking about the Avengers, but are they even a thing anymore? I don't know. Well, as we're recording this right now, it's what, November 29th? November 28th. It's November 28th as we record this, and... The first two episodes of Hawkeye just dropped on Disney+, Plus. which, by the way, I'm hearing sources are saying to me... That the sources. My sources are telling me that Hawkeye is going to have a major effect in the next Spider-Man movie. What? I'm not going to say any more, but that's what I heard through the grapevine. Reddit.com slash Marvel Studios spoilers. Okay. But yeah, Jason questions, does anyone have a plan? Peter says hey. to Ned, I have a plan. It's not the plan that Jason was looking for, but it's okay. a plan. It works. He's got a plan. He's going to sit next to MJ on the flight. He's going to buy a dual headphone adapter and watch movies the whole time. And then him and Ned are going to go to Venice. And then he's going to buy a black Dahlia necklace because he hears that her favorite flower is the black Dahlia because of murder. And then yeah. when they go to Paris, he's going to take MJ to the Eiffel Tower and give her the necklace. And then he's going to tell her how he feels about her. And then he hopes she'll feel the same way about him. Hopefully. And then, step seven, Ned says, don't do any of that, because they're going to be bachelors in Europe. You know what that means. Wrecky shenanigans are going to happen. Ooh! Pray God that this doesn't turn into a video podcast, because I just did something terrible. Was it the same motion that the dads in 1981 were doing at the Cheryl Teague's part of the Sears Laserdisc? More or less. Refer to episode 219 of It Was a Thing on TV. And then uh, MJ's here, says to Peter and Ned that What's up, dorks? they're talking about the trip. And, and Peter's he, plan. Peter has a plan, but he doesn't have a plan. I don't have a plan. What's a plan? I don't have a plan. They're going to collect tiny spoons in Europe. What? Well, oh. 
MJ's tip, download a VPN on the phone because the government can't track you while you're abroad. Okay. That's a smart plan, I guess. Yeah. Ned thinks it went great. Spoiler, it did not go great. Well, we're at this Salvation Army fundraiser for all the people that were displaced by the blip. And Aunt May's hosting the fundraiser. And, oh, look who's conveniently there. Peter's in the iron spider suit that we saw in Infinity War and Endgame. And, oh, it's all thanks to our very own Spider-Man for this gathering right here. And then he comes out. What is is Spider-Man going to say? Thank you, Ms. Parker, for having me. And thank you, you guys, for having me. And thank you, Spider-Man, and he'll be right back out to take photos and videos. Thank you. Oh, that was great. (laughs) He tried to disguise his voice like, Thank you, Miss Parker. Didn't work out too well, did it? Thank you, Miss Parker, for having me. Yeah, as we find out at the end of the movie, no, it didn't work out so well. Nope. Okay, so Aunt May and Peter are going over all the stuff that he's going to bring on the trip: the passport, the mini toothpaste, and then, oh, it's Happy with a big check. Oh, and can you believe this? Happy's like, oh, Aunt May, you have a new dress. And then Aunt May notices that Happy grew a beard. He grew a blip beard. I totally get what's going on with all of this right now, by the way. This is really bad flirting. Really bad flirting. Yeah. It's obvious that they're into each other. It's obvious that they want to... But before Spider-Man could go shake hands... Nick Fury is calling Peter. Why is he calling him? Well... Probably has some hero stuff for him to do because he's a superhero. But Peter figures if it was important, he'd probably call someone else, not him, because, well, he's a kid. Nope, he's calling you. Yep. No caller ID. But Peter doesn't want to talk to Nick Fury. But Happy doesn't want to talk to him. And he just begs Peter, just answer the phone. And then he just sends him to... You just Did you just send Nick Fury in a voicemail? What?! You don't send Nick Fury to voicemail. You can't do that. You can't ghost Nick you Fury. You do not ghost Nick Fury. Oh, and one part I love is the spider claws from the iron spider suit just randomly come off. Yep. And then come back on. But okay. spider Van's going to talk to the crowd here and ask some questions. And everyone asks, are you the head Avenger? No. No. Well, what if the aliens come back? What will you do? Uh, does anyone have any questions for this neighborhood? Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> Look at this. There's this one person here who's wearing got... a paper plate. Spider that looks like a Spider-Man mask. A paper plate Spider-Man mask. Which is really good if you're six. It's really good if you're six. This girl looks like she's 12. Yeah. Not a good idea. But hey, this has been your arts and crafts lesson. And the reporters ask Spider-Man, what's it like to take over from Tony Stark? Flashes, flashes, and I'll see you later. And then Peter goes up on the roof of the building and he tries to get some fresh air. His cell phone still bugs. It's Nick Fury again. still Nick Fury. 
And then he turns and looks, and what does he see? It's a Merle of Iron Man. Oh, and look, I love how true to life Peter's phone is. There's a crack on his phone. Yep. I guess Peter can't afford a screen protector for his phone, I guess. He can afford a smartphone. He can't afford a screen protector. Go figure. Okay, he continues to ghost Nick Fury. And, oh, look, Mike Piazza pennant on uh, his wall there. Oh, Aunt May tries to throw a banana at him and then smacks him right in the face. Oops. And Aunt May thought, oh, I thought you could sense that with your Peter tingle. Please don't call it a Peter tingle. They haven't called it Spidey Sense yet. But Peter figures, okay, he really needs this vacation because, I mean, come on. He's fought aliens for crying out loud. He deserves a rest. And May says, you know what? Just pack your suit just in case. But Peter's like, look, Aunt May, don't say tingle. It's stupid. So he's like, what am I going to do? Should I take the suit? Eh, no. And then, oh, fun Easter egg right here. As Peter closes the suitcase, the initials, right initials BFP. Benjamin for- Franklin Parker. Yes, which is kind of our first acknowledgement that Uncle Ben exists in the MCU. Yep. Of course, the second was recently on What If in the Zombies episode. So, okay. So, Peter, Ned, and everybody in the class, they're on the plane. They're all like, oh, I can't wait to get to Europe. And Mr. Harrington says to J.B. Smith, do you want the first shift or the second? And J.B. Smith's like, give me the third shift. I took an Ambien. I took an Ambien. He says, I can't chaperone these kids alone. Oh, and then Flash is like, hey, Parker, this is called an airplane. Except it flies over the poor neighborhoods instead of driving through them. And then, oh, MJ says to the stewardess, oh, he blipped. He's technically 16, not 21. He can't drink alcohol. Whoops. And then, oh, here's Brad. Oh, Brad. What a jerk. Brad. What a jerk. sounds like a jerk. Anybody who's named Brad is a jerk. If you know, you know. Except for Brad Walsh. Okay, Brad Walsh, yes. Every other Brad sucks. But Ned's like, okay, forget about MJ and Brad. It's a nine-hour flight. We could just play games all the time. But no, Peter's just like, I want to sit next to MJ. He is thirsty. But Ned's like, what about the plan? Bachelors in Europe. And then... American bachelors in Europe. Oh, God. Please, help me, Ned. And then... Oh, Ned goes up and says, oh, there's an old lady in front of us that's wearing a crazy amount of perfume and setting off Peter's allergies. So, hey, Betty, could you switch seats with him? It would be great. And Betty's like, wait, he's allergic to perfume? Oh, yeah, yeah, makes his eyes water. And then Mr. Harrington overhears it's like, wait, Peter has a perfume allergy? Oh, from my experience, perfume allergies are no joke. I can feel highs breaking out already. Okay, you could. And then Mr. Harrington's like, okay, I'm going to have MJ sit next to Brad, and then I'm just going to sit next to Peter on the flight. Thank you, Ned, for bringing this to my attention. And Mr. Dells. And Mr. Dells. By the way, he took an ambient. He just took a nap, like, I don't give a crap. 
Oh, and that did not go so well. And so now, well, so much for the plan. Oh, what? What's Mr. Harrington says? I have a small bladder, so I took the aisle. So now Ned's just alone with Betty. He's like, "Hey, do you want to play Beast Slayer?" No. No. As have you ever played any PC games? No. Okay. No. Oh, and Mr. Harrington tells Peter a story about how his wife pretended to blip, and. He thought that she was dead, but no, she ran out with a guy in her hiking group, and they had a fake funeral for her. Well, the funeral was real because he thought she was really dead. And he asked, do you want to see the video? Oh, God, no. Why? Why? Man, Mr. Harrington must lead a sad life if his wife wants to. And they have Brad, who's basically taking Peter's plan. Oh, what a jerk. Oh. And MJ sees right through it's like, nope, that's sad. That's depressing. Mr. Harry's like, oh, you have a dual headphone adapter we can watch together. Oh. Oh, oh that's so amazing. Oh, eight hours to Venice as Mr. Harrington takes a nap. Oh, this is a fun Easter egg right here. Peter's He's- looking through the in-flight entertainment on this plane here. And okay, there's some in-flight entertainment. Here are some of the documentaries. The Snap! Finding, Finding Wakanda. Hunting, hunting Hydra. Hydra. And an episode of Nova. An episode of Nova with Dr. Selvig from Thor. And see, there's a picture of Dr. Selvig right here. And it's also another fun Easter egg because Nova, you get it? Yes. The character of Nova. Yeah. But what the heck would the Snap be about? How would anyone know about Thanos? Like, how would they interview people to talk about Thanos and his motivations and stuff? Talk story, obviously. I don't know. I think that would be like a bad documentary. But whatever. And then Peter looks, oh, there's a documentary. of Iron, the Tony Stark story. A feature-length documentary that chronicles the life and legacy behind the world's greatest hero, Tony Stark. Hey, it's 114 minutes in high definition. You know what? Why not? But okay. Oh my god. How is Ned getting like good enough Wi-Fi on this plane to play Beast Slayer? I have no idea. All the flights I've been on, the Wi-Fi is like very crappy, but oh uh, turbulence and Ned's hand lands on Betty's. Okay, so Peter just stepped out of the bathroom and MJ's waiting to go. So now Peter has to clean up after himself. Oh hey, look! It's Brad! Uh, Brad. Now Mr. Harrington's sleeping on Peter's shoulder. Ugh. So Peter asked Ned, hey, did you see MJ and Brad on the plane? They were like watching movies and laughing the whole plane ride. Ned's like, oh, don't worry. That's nothing. And then, oh, can you believe this? Apparently during the flight, Ned and Betty are now a couple. How is that even possible? They were only in the air for seven hours. Well, they got to talking, and it turned out that they have a lot in common. I guess that's how it works. They're boyfriend and girlfriend now. So now the plan to be American bachelors in Europe, that's now done. Which, let's be honest, that was a stupid plan anyway by Ned. So, Well, Ned is known for having stupid plans, as we will find out momentarily. Okay, so now... Peter's taking his suitcase to the lady at uh, customs, and then, oh, 
She oh, opens no. it up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You almost forgot this. Love May. Love May. And it's the Spider-Man suit. This woman's like, yeah, whatever. I like, I like to roleplay. These, no. No, the banana doesn't. Got, yeah, yeah. She confiscates the banana, but not the suit. I get that. So now Peter's trying to catch up to everyone at the airport here. Oh, there's the sights of Venice. Oh, look at that. They're on a boat. They're on a boat. They're on a boat. Look at Peter and the class on the mother effing boat. <laughs> Ned's taking pictures of Betty like, thumbs up. Oh, she is so, she's being a basic right now. Oh, yes. Oh, looks like they're at the hotel, and apparently they're doing renovations to the place. Oh, and Flash, Flash is like, oh, this is trash. And then, okay, they're at the hotel. Oh, no, the, <laughs> this hotel is sinking. Okay. <laughs> so they're supposed to meet at the Da Vinci Museum at 3. So, okay. As uh, Mr. Dell says, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. When you're in Venice, your socks get wet. So, okay. <laughs> what kind of a saying is that? It is not wrong. It is not wrong. Okay, Flash is doing an Instagram live, probably with these two women right here. And then, oh, he gets punched in the balls. Nut punch. Nut punch. <laughs> Oh, and look, here's... Ned and Betty, they're doing, like, caricature. caricatures. <laughs> oh, that, that's lovely. That's lovely. Mr. Harrington's taking some photography. He's taking, like, selfies with this old camera. Oh, wait, what? Oh, you almost dropped the camera. Oh, no, he dropped the camera, Mr. Oh. Harrington. Oh, no. Why? That is just awful. Brad's taking pictures of MJ with these pigeons on her. And then, oh, okay, pay close attention here. So Peter's looking on, and then, okay, pay close attention, folks. If you pause at the 1820 mark, just before the transition. Is that Jake Gyllenhaal? Well, yes, it is, Chico. Why would Jake Gyllenhaal be on a cell phone in Venice? Last time we saw him, he was in Mexico. Hmm, why would he be on a cell phone? I wonder. That's eh, probably nothing. Eh, probably. So, Peter goes into this shop right here. He's looking for the Black Dahlia necklace, and he gets the Black Dahlia necklace. It's because like, of the murders. The murders. He figures, okay, this is going to be enough to impress MJ. So... He's got the thing. And, oh, there's MJ. He's trying to hide the necklace. So, okay. They're walking around here. And, oh, some random guy tries to give them a rose. Oh, look, some water's blowing like, ooh, ooh underground. It's like something's under the water. What's under the water? I don't what? know what's under the water. Hmm. The last thing I know that's under the water is old dude's camera. Yeah, Mr. Harrington dropped his camera. And then... Wait, what's going on here? There's something going on in the water, and then... Boom! Everyone's running away! And then it's like, oh... What is it? Oh, man. No idea, but we gotta land this sucker. Yeah, Ned and Betty, they crashed their boat onto this... I guess onto the hotel, right? Yeah. 
onto the hotel's front door and said, oh, what is that? A monster, a water monster. So, okay, Peter, he left his suit back at the hotel and is like, okay, what's he going to do here? So, all right, everyone's running away and stuff. And then, oh, water monster is still there. Yeah. Webs do absolutely nothing. He's doing like a hop skip on these uh, poles here, Peter. Yeah. And that's doing nothing as well. Nope. It's just making the water creature angrier. And then, oh. Is that? Yep. Is... That's the fishbowl guy from earlier. That's the fishbowl guy. And then, oh. Peter grabbed the Marty Crow mask. <laughs> He's like, I can help. I'm really strong and sticky. Okay. Like, how's that going to help? I don't know. So, okay, Peter's just webbing away, going from building to building on the, uh, with the Mardi Gras mask. Oh, hold on a second. We have Mr. Harrington and Mr. Dell walking around with some of the members of the class. And then, oh, they're at the Da Vinci Museum. And then, oh, it's closed. What? Apparently, it's closed till November. What? Mr. Harrington didn't check the website. How do you not do this? How does Mr. Harrington not do the basic amount of research? How do you not do the bare minimum, huh? And then, oh, there's a water monster chasing the fishbowl man. And okay. here's a bell. And I guess if you wanted to uh, ring the bell. The bell's right there. How can you just don't ring the... Okay. He rung the bell with his head. With his head. He probably has a massive concussion, Peter. But Fishbowl is still fighting. And then he stops the water monster, and everyone's like, Yeah! Fishbowl man, he did it! Fishbowl man! Fishbowl man! Fishbowl man! And oh, thankfully, the Black Dahlia necklace survived for Peter. The Fishbowl man's like, Oh, thanks! And then they're watching the news reports, the class on the TV. And Ned's like, I'm not going to say aliens, but aliens. So apparently there's a sailor named Morris Bench who was exposed to an experimental underwater generator and got hydro powers. MJ's like, yeah, Ned, you should definitely believe anything that you read about on the internet. Well, she is right. Yep. But Flash is like, okay, Spider-Man could take him. As Mr. Harrington says to Mr. Dell, who do you think that fishbowl guy is? You know, being a man of science... Witches. And this is a constant thing throughout the movie. Mr. Dell is obsessed with witches. It's witches. It's got to be witches. Peter's calling May on an Italian payphone. She's like, a fa- good thing we packed your suit. Okay. But who's that guy you're with? Was that Mr. Strange? No, that's Dr. Strange, May. I don't know who that is. Hint, hint, hint. Hint. Look who's in the room with Aunt May. It's happy. He just came to volunteer. Yeah, remember, Tony's no longer with us, so Happy's pretty much out of a job. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's probably still working for Stark Industries in some capacity, but he's like, well, I gotta have something to do. Yeah, plus I like (laughs) to look at Aunt May. He's like, I'm really taking care of your aunt. Yeah, I bet he's taking really good care of her, all right. 
Aunt May asks, hey, Peter, how's the plan going? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's been setbacks. As he looks yeah. at Brad, that jerk. Brad. What a jerk. Betty asks who the guy is that saved them, and Ned's like, well, that's like Iron Man and Thor rolled into one. But Flash like, well, he's no Spider-Man. MJ asks, what What's do you want? you in Spider-Man? He's just awesome. He protects the neighborhood, and he's inspiring. And then he looks at Peter like, oh, what's up, Wad? I thought you drowned. If only you knew, Flash. Oh, Fishball Man, his name's Mysterio. Mysterio. Luomo de Mysterio. It's Italian for man of mystery. They don't know who he is. So they just call him Mysterio. Okay. Peter asked MJ, how much did you see? And she says, well, I was running. And Peter's like, yeah, I was also running. Away. Hmm. So, Peter says to MJ, well, I guess it's Paris tomorrow. Go to the Eiffel Tower and that will be great. MJ says, it was secretly built as a mind control intended to create an army of the insane. Which is why it's her favorite destination on the trip. Oh, that's good. So Ned asks Peter what he's going to do about the water monster. Well, it's dead. So now all he cares about is MJ. And I think she digs me. Yeah. And Ned's like, oh, it reminds me of when me and Betty first fell in love. Yeah, yesterday. And then, zoop. And then we see Nick Fury say, you're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. What are you going to do about the water monster? Nothing. It's dead. And besides, that Mysterio guy's all over it. Look, I just want to spend some time with MJ. We were talking about Paris, and I think she really likes me. That's nice. It reminds me when Betty and I first fell in love. I had just finished my fruit cobbler, right? You're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. You're Nick Fury. You just shot Ned. Just a mild tranquilizer. He'll be all right. So good to finally meet you. I saw you at the funeral, but I didn't think that was a good time to exchange numbers. No, that would have been really inappropriate. That's what I just said. Right. The important thing is, you're here. I tried to bring you here, you avoided me, and now you're here. What a coincidence. Wait, was this a coincidence? I used to know everything. Then I come back five years later, and now I know nothing. No intel, no team, and a high school kid is dodging my calls. Oh, oh, no. Oh. This is what happens when you ghost Nick Fury, by the way. Yeah. So, now Nick Fury finally meets Spider-Man, considering, well, they saw each other at the funeral for Tony, but Nick decided it wouldn't be right to exchange numbers. So, the important thing is, well, Peter, you're here. I tried to bring you here. You avoided me. And now you're here. Which is a coincidence. He's like, this, this was not a coincidence. Fury's like, I used to know everything. I come back five years later, and now he knows absolutely nothing. He's got no intel and no team. So now a high school kid is dodging his calls. So what he wants to know is, a week ago, a village in Mexico, as we saw in the beginning of the movie, was wiped out by a cyclone. And witnesses say that the cyclone had a face. As 
And then a civil war event happened in Morocco. And then the village was Mr. Harrington's like, oh, it's just making the rounds. I want to see if anyone needs any counseling after the events. Mr. Harrington, this is a really bad time right now. Please don't. Because Nick Fury's going to shoot a dart onto your neck. Okay, what were you saying? A village was destroyed by another world-threatening. And then Betty's at the door knocking, like, are you still awake? You're not answering any of my texts, Ned. He's asleep, Betty. Oh, already? Yeah. Okay, which is why it's imperative. And Mr. Dell says, hey, boys, so that canal water was filled with dangerous bacteria. And Fury's <laughs> Another like, person touches that door. We are going to have another funeral. Let me know if you start vomiting. Thanks, Mr. Dell. Thank you. So now, Nick and Spider-Man, they're on a boat on the canal. And gives him something that Tony left for Peter. What is it? Hmm. It's glasses. Glasses. It's his glasses. Uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. Stark said you wouldn't get that because it's not a Star Wars reference. Hmm. He's not wrong. Okay, now Fury says to Spider-Man, you can lose the mask. Everyone here has seen you without it. So it's really pointless. So, okay, takes the mask off. So here we have, like, some sort of secret shield team led by Fury and Maria Hill. And we got this guy, Dimitri, here. He looks friendly. Mr. Beck. Mr. Beck. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, that's Mysterio? Oh, well, Peter can call him Quentin. Oh. He handled himself well out there. Because he saw what he did on the tower. And he says, we could use someone like you on my world. Wait, huh? His world? world? Mr. Beck is from Earth. Just not this. Yeah, I have a fact about this. Uh, According to IMDb, when Peter meets Beck, Beck explains that Peter is in Earth 616, but Beck is from Earth 833. Now, according to the comics... Earth-616 is the traditional designation of the main Marvel Universe. Earth-833 refers to the universe in which Spider-UK serves as a mentor for the Captain Britain Corps. Oh. Well, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the MCU Earth is Earth number 199,999. So That's a lot of numbers to remember. That's a lot of numbers. So apparently there's like 200,000 other Earths besides the MCU. And Jeffrey Wright has seen all of them. I have seen everything that has ever happened, ever will happen, ever could happen. And yet, what the hell is this? Yeah, pretty sure Jeffrey Wright has seen all of them. Okay, so there were creatures formed from the planetary elements. Air, water, fire, and earth. And the science division had a technical name, which were called elementals. They just There's... stole that from Wizards and Warriors too. Yeah, they probably did. But the myths are real. Thor was a myth. And now he's being studied in physics class now. The first of these materialized on Earth many years ago. And they thought they had mobilized them and fought them. But with each battle, they grew stronger and stronger. 
and Quentin was part of the last battalion to stop them. But all they did was delay the inevitable. And the elementals are here on this earth with the same coordinates. So there's only one left with all the elements that have been destroyed by Mr. Beck. And that's fire, which is the one that destroyed his earth. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And it's the one that took his family. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. And it turns pro- out it's going to be in Prague in 48 hours. So yeah, yes. one mission. Kill it. Kill it. Wait, did you say Prague? Uh, now, Mr. Fury, I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, sir. Bitch, but- you've been to space. Yeah, but that was kind of an accident. There's got to be someone else you can use. Like uh, Thor. Nope. Off-world. Doctor Strange. Nope. Unavailable. Captain Marvel. Do not invoke her name. Yeah. Yeah, don't invoke the name of Carol Danvers around Nick Fury. He will. Yeah. He'll beat you up. But, okay. But if Aunt May finds out Peter left the cross trip, she'll kill him. And if he's seen in Europe after the Washington Monument... Everybody is going to figure out who he is. So then the whole world will figure out who he is, and then he's done. Oh, Peter. 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 You don't know what you're in for. Bro. Homie. Okay. Nick understands. What? Yeah. Why don't you get back before your teachers miss you and become suspicious? Oh, Dimitri, take him back to the hotel. Okay. He's not taking him back to the hotel, is he? No. No. <laughs> see you, kid. Yeah, see ya. Bye, ma'am. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Betty's going to get mid advice about drinking lots of water, and she's going to get him a vitamin C pill so he can't get sick. Oh. And he's like, man, I'm fine, Peter. Getting tranked in the neck by Fury was the best thing that ever happened to him. That's the best thing that ever happened to him. That's literally the best thing that's happened to him. That's very sad. Well, Peter says, I'm happy I don't have to go to Prague. And then, Hey, guess what? <laughs> We're going to Prague. <laughs> what? Mr. Harrington's like, oh my god, the tour company called, they upgraded us, and we're going to Prague. You should have heard me on the phone. I gave him hell, but all I heard was crying. Oh, look at her upgraded ride, everybody. It's sick. Oh. I want to see this upgraded ride. What is this upgraded ride? I want to see this upgraded ride. What is it? Oh, no. It's Dimitri. And a party bus. And a party bus. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Fury has just hijacked your vacation. And Ned's like, oh, this is awesome. He was like, mm, yeah, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I love how it's not suspicious that, they're, <laughs> that their trip has been changed. And there's a driver who's wearing a leather suit. Not suspicious at not, all. Nope. Doesn't look suspicious to me. Doesn't look that suspicious. Okay, we're in the Eastern Alps in Austria. Nice bus. Yeah. Flash is doing an Instagram live. Peter's trying to find the top 10 romantic places in Prague. 
Why does he just use the glasses that Tony gave him? Well, that's what Peter does. He puts the glasses on. And for the next Tony Stark, I trust you. P.S. Say Edith. T.S. Edith. Boop. Stand by for retinal and biometric scan. Retinal and biometric scan accepted. Hello, Peter. I am Edith. Tony Stark's augmented reality security defense system. So, okay. Edith stands for Even Dead, I'm the Hero. Tony <laughs> loved his acronyms. <laughs> so, apparently, this AI has access to the Stark Global Security Network, as well as backdoors to all the major telecommunications okay, networks. Pause, hold on. Freeze frame. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, so we have... <laughs> okay, so we have... Uh, okay, it looks like everybody's uh, sort of identification. stuff. Yeah. Uh, Dimitri's is obviously classified. I want to say that's Flash. He says, hey mom, Venice was crazy. Can you transfer me more money? Either that's Flash or Jason. And, and then, then it, Mr. Harrington's looks like looks are like things are like I can't read this with the compression, but it looks like everything's going good. Yeah, Mr. Harrington, this is not going good at all. And, and, then, then, you, and then you have Mr. Dell reading on the history, the history of witchcraft. And the picture for Mr. Dell is amazing. Like <laughs> hmm? 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 Oh, like, here, I, I think we found what Mr. Harrington said. Looks like things are looks looking like things up. Things are looking up. Finally, some good luck. <laughs> Finally, some good luck. No, no, nope. this is this is not good luck, Mr. Harrington. Nope. And wait, wait, and Brad was like searching for Prague. Oh wait, Flash wrote something. Hold on a second. Mother, have not heard from you or father in days. Well, that's pretty nice of Flash. He wants to know where his parents are. I guess that's pretty sweet. And Ned's texting to Betty. Miss you. They miss you more. They're right next to each other. Oh, God. I don't even... I can't even with this couple right now. All right, so here we are in Prague. Well, actually, we're not in Prague. We're still we're... in Austria. Okay. But we're, we're making a toilet stop. Yeah, Mr. Dell needs to find the toilet. Mr. Harrington's like, oh, Dimitri, where are we? He's and... not answering your question. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's okay, Dimitri. I'll figure it out. Dimitri's like, stop, Peter. Go there. And then, what is this? What is this? There's this woman who says, close the door. She tells him to take, take off, off his clothes. What? You told Fury Spider-Man cannot be seen in Europe. So, so I made you this. Another suit. Oh. Huh. But, oh. Take off your clothes. Why? Why? Peter's like 17. Why is she wanting to see him. Will you just shut up and take off your clothes? Oh, but guess who opens the door as Peter takes off his pants? It's Brad. Oh, Brad. Brad, who takes a picture of P- 
Peter with his pants down, and the woman was trying to shoot Brad. Like, you're just making this worse, lady. And Brad's like, I'm not here to judge your life choice. If you want to hook up with some random European chick, that's on you. But I can't pretend I didn't see what I saw. I didn't try to get with MJ. It's obvious. But I like her, too. You can't show that photo. I'm sorry. I have to. She deserves the truth, Brad. So everybody's getting back on the bus. What's up, Flash Bob? It's your boy, Big F. Big F! Oh, boy. So Peter asks Edith, okay, there's this guy in my class who's going to ruin everything with MJ. So Can you please speak up? So he's like, oh, Brad Davis, he took a photo of me. Oh, this Brad Davis, see a target? Uh... Oh, yeah, he's a target. Okay. So Edith's like, target is Brad Davis, initiating strike. What? Initiating what now? Releasing Releasing kill kill vehicle. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So now a Stark Industry satellite's releasing a kill drone to kill Brad. <laughs> oh, no. No, do not. Peter takes up his glasses and finds like, oh, these are dope glasses. How would you pay for these? And then up. Oh, Peter just slapped Flash and knocked him unconscious. How? How? Man, that was such a hard slap. Zachary Quinto would be jealous of that slap. That slap was so hard, Zachary Quinto was taking notes. So Peter's like telling Edith, okay, don't kill Brad. And then the other students are like, wait, did you punch Flash? Firing. Web zip. Ooh, ooh. Bus is swerving. It course corrects. Course corrects. The glasses are gone. The glasses are gone, but he gets the glasses back. Oh, Peter distracts everyone. Hey, look, Mr. Harrington, there's baby mountain goats. Oh, baby mountain goats. Everybody's looking at baby mountain goats. And then Peter jumps up, goes through that hole on the top of the roof. Webs the drone and yeah. Boom. Goodbye drone. Mr. Dell's like, I don't see any mountain goats. You missed them? They missed them. I don't think that of you this. But your new look. I love it. Betty loves the new look with the glasses. Betty knows taste. She does, you know. Ned's like, oh, that's very sophisticated. Very European. Brad's like, wait a minute. The picture of Peter. It was right there on my phone, MJ. Why is it not there? Deleted it. Edith deleted the picture. So, okay. Oh, guess what? Are we in Prague now? Yep, we're in Prague. And look, there's a mural of Tony right here in Prague. Prague looks nice. I like Prague. So now they're in this hotel here in Prague. Nice oh, looking hotel. It's way better it than that. beats the dump they were staying in Venice. Oh, yeah. Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D., they went all out for this hotel. And they don't even know it. They don't even know it. So, okay. The Carnival of Lights are going on in Prague right now. And Peter gets a call from Maria Hill, who tells him that there's an earpiece in his suit. And he needs to put it on. Wait for the instructions. Okay, but Ned's like, "Look, I'm sorry that I'm preoccupied with my relationship with Betty right now, but it's all good. Okay, it's all good. All right. So what's going on with this elemental thing? Uh, where is it going to happen? Oh, it's happening here in the city. And 
Peter's trying to figure out the situation. And it's like, okay, do something about this because we're counting on you. Okay. Oh, Mr. Harrington says, hey, there's good news. We got all our own rooms. <laughs> oh, it's about time. And then, oh, cut to Nick Fury saying, Porker, are we boring you? And Quentin Beck's like, uh, he was just thinking about how you kidnapped him. Well, he did kidnap him. He had obstacles. I removed them. What's the plan? Peter's going to be in the cathedral tower, keeping a watch on the fire monster. And when he shows up, he'll radio everybody. And then Mr. Beck, my name is Mysterio. Oh, so that's when Mysterio and Peter will move in. Mysterio's like, you're the best hope. And you have to stop it no matter what the cost. And maneuver away from any of the civilians if you can. And the most important is, you have to keep it away from metal because it will draw power from the core of the earth. And then there's no way to stop it. Oh, that's some big tough stuff for Peter. But he's like, okay, my friends are here, and I can't help think we're putting him in jail. And Fury's like, you're worried about hurting your friends? You called a drone strike on your own tour bus. Stark gave Peter a multi-billion dollar AR tactical intelligence system. And it's clear to Nick Fury that he is not ready, Peter, for this. Oh, Peter's like all by himself here. And then up. Here's Mysterio saying, uh, Fury asked me to come up here, see how you were doing. He was very bad about being pissed at you. By the way, you do have sarcasm here, right? Peter's like, you know, I didn't think I was going to have to save the world this summer. I had a plan with this girl that I really like, and uh, yeah, that's all rumored now. And meanwhile, Mysterio's like, you're not a jerk for wanting a normal life, kid. I like you, Peter. You're a good kid. It's part of me that wants me to tell you just turn around, run away from all this. There's another part of me that knows what we're about to fight. And what's at stake. And Mysterio's glad that Peter's here, and so is Peter. But he feels like he's putting his friends in danger, so Mysterio's advice, just keep them inside. Get them in a safe place for a few hours. I'm sure they'll be fine. Peter's like, oh, it sure is nice to talk to somebody about this superhero stuff, huh? So now Peter's like, okay... What are we going to do here? Oh, Mr. Harrington <laughs> has some breaking news to the class. Good news. We're going to the opera. The opera? Mr. Dell's like, hey, don't look at me. What happened to the carnival? This is upgrade living. The tour company just gave us these tickets for free. Do you have any idea how much opera tickets cost? But it's like, yeah, it's because no one wants to go to the opera ever. And it's like, this is going to be culture enriching for us. Everyone, this is going to be the best four hours of our whole trip. Spoiler alert, this is not going to be the best four hours of their whole trip. Nope. (laughs) Mr. Harrington's like, I bet now you're all happy that I had you pack a nice outfit. Yeah, because they'd much rather go to the opera instead of the carnival. Mr. Dell's like, again, don't look at me. Okay. Oh, look, there's such a big crowd for this. Look at this. It's a packed crowd at this opera house. There's nobody there in the opera house. Yeah, that is true. But they have the best seats in the house. True. Oh, look at Brad. He's... Brad's going to save MJ a seat. Ugh. Brad. Brad. But okay. Peter and MJ, they're just talking here. And MJ's messing with Peter, you know, like always. Like always. Oh, 
Ned's like, oh, wow, opera glasses. Ned, you're just as so easily impressed by little things like Mr. Harrington. MJ offers Peter the chance to sit next to her, but then something in the earpiece is saying, okay, uh, Peter, and it's Maria Hill. And it's like, okay, MJ, you can just sit and uh, I'll be with you in a bit. I'll, okay. I'll save you a seat. Nick Fury's like, Parker, okay. And then Peter's like, okay, Ned, I have to go. Can you tell MJ that I'm, like, sick or something? Uh, sure. But whatever you do, please steer the monster away from this opera house. Okay. Like, why, does Ned really want to see how this opera goes? Oh, no. Uh, no. No. Brad just gave Peter the finger. That jerk. Parker, you better be on your way. Okay, so Peter's coming. But, hey, look, MJ just got a peek at Peter as he was leaving, like, huh. Oh, she's going to the carnival. But You know what? We should go with her. And that's like, oh, I want to watch this opera, but Betty wants me to go with her. Welcome to our relationship, Ned. Okay, so, hey, look at this. Look at this. Okay, fun fact. Uh, a couple years ago for Halloween, I wore that suit. Okay, so can we describe? Uh, uh, yeah, it's like it is like the Spider-Man suit, but it's all black and it has like a tech vest almost. It's sort of like the Spider-Man noir suit, kind of. Yeah. And by the way, Greg was the one who told me to wear the suit, and I did. Okay, so Spider-Man's in position and says to Beck, "As soon as I see something, I'll let you know." Fury asks, how's the suit? It's great. It's a little tight around around the old web shooter. But he's like, hey, isn't this beautiful? Uh, Ned's like, oh, it's beautiful, babe. I don't do well with these crowds. I have the perfect thing. And Betty's like, come on. Where are they going? I don't know where they're going. You know, MJ's just looking for Peter. Nobody knows where they're going. No one knows. They're just walking around. Okay, Uh, uh, Ned and Betty are on a Ferris wheel. Oh, they're on a Ferris wheel. MJ's at a fountain, and lava's coming out of the fountain. That's not good. No. And there's the lava monster. Here we go right here. Everyone's running away, and oh, poor Ned and Betty, they're stuck on the Ferris wheel as everyone's running away. And here comes Mysterio. Oh, zip. And here comes Spidey. Water. <laughs> the fire monster's natural enemy. So, okay, Betty and Ned, they're watching this, and Betty's like, wait a minute, Ned. What's it, What's his name? What's his name? Uh, uh, night, night Monkey. Night Monkey? Yeah, yeah. Night Monkey! Yeah. Night Monkey, night, help! Night Monkey! Save us! What? Night Monkey, we're stuck! <laughs> Save us, Night Monkey, we're stuck! <laughs> and Peter's like, what? Night Monkey? Night Monkey. That was the best name Ned could come up with on such short notice. Night Monkey. Night Monkey. And Mysterio's Uh, like, I'll take care of this. You uh, save them. Yes. Shield. Mysterio put a shield around the fire monster. Spider-Man throws a rock. Fury and Maria are just driving to this place. Mysterio's like, okay, we can't let him get 
to the Ferris wheel, and Spider-Man's like, okay, I'm on it. Oh, the Ferris wheel. Oh, Ned and Betty, oh, they're in trouble here. The fire monster's going to the Ferris wheel, and then the Mysterio's trying to use his green, like, ray things to, like, prevent the fire monster from going into the Ferris wheel. All of a sudden, he can't seem to get a hold of the of the Ferris wheel. Yeah. It's like, something was in his way. But then, oh, out. oh, Spider-Man, he flashes his shooter... And then something was pulling onto the web shooter on the web, and Spider-Man just pulls it off, and they go shooting right into the direction of MJ, who's watching everything, and she's just looking at the thing like, what? It's like, I don't know what that was, but it was getting in the way of business. And here comes Fury and Maria, as Spidey was rescuing Ned and Betty. And now Mysterio almost has this monster down. Oh, that's an ugly monster. Oh, wait, Beck, what are you doing? What I should have done the last time. (laughs) Oh, right into the fire monster's chest. And boom. No more elementals. No more elementals. They all dead. They dead. And so is Beck, apparently. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, no, he's not dead. Okay, he's not dead. He's not dead. Okay. Okay. And then Betty says to Ned, I would kiss you, but I think I threw up in my mouth a little. Oh. I might (laughs) have a mint. (laughs) Oh, good thing. Okay, so it's apparently over. That was the last of the elementals. But Fury's like, that's not the last threat we'll face. We have to stay vigilant. Okay. There's, There's a, a void in this world for someone like you. Hill and I are going to Europol headquarters in Berlin tomorrow. You should join us. All right. So Mysterio's going to go with Nick Fury here. And oh, so Fury goes over to Spider-Man and's like, you got gifts, Parker, but you didn't want to be here, so. He's like, I'd love to have you in Berlin. Stark chose you, and he made you an Avenger. So he needs this. The world needs it. Maybe Stark was wrong. Was he? Well. Choice is yours. The choices are yours and yours alone. Let's get a drink. Okay. So... Quentin and Peter, they're having a drink here. And Peter's telling Quentin back about, oh, man, Mr. Stark, he gave me the chance to be so much more. He wanted me to be better than him. And then he's like, look, I just want to go on my trip. I want to go back with my friends. I want to go to the top of the Eiffel Tower and tell the girl who I like how I feel. Give her a kiss. I have too much responsibility. And then, wait. Notices the glasses and is like, oh, wait, are those the, what are those, Peter? Are those, yeah, these are the Edith glasses. They were just on the floor. Yeah, I want to see how they look. And Peter tries them on and is like, hey, can I be completely honest with you? You look stupid. But Peter's insistent, hey, Quentin, try out these glasses. And then it's like, if 
for the next Tony Stark. I trust you. And Peter figures, okay, Stark left me this message. And so he's like, look, he knew I wasn't ready for this. But he probably didn't trust me to have Edith. So he just trusted me to pick who would take Edith. Because he's not going to give him the Fury because Fury would give himself Edith. It has to be an adult with experience. So, okay, probably you should have the glasses. And so he asks Edith, okay, I'm going to transfer control to Quentin Beck. And so it's like, okay, you saved my life. You saved the world. He'd want you to have them. And so, okay, gives him the glasses and handshake. And it's like, oh, Mr. Stark would have really liked you. And then Peter's like, I'm going to go find MJ. One thing I don't get. Beck and Peter are wearing their respective suits in front of God, Country, and Flag in this bar. Yes. Why? Oh, we're going to figure this out in just a bit because, oh, it's all disappearing. Everyone's disappearing. It's all an illusion. Well, most of it. Most of it's an illusion. And then, oh, obvious heel turn is obvious, folks. See, oh, that wasn't so hard. We find out, oh, Quentin Beck, he is the mastermind behind this criminal plot with disgruntled ex-Tony Stark employees to literally try to bring down Stark Enterprises. And you know why he's trying to bring down Stark Enterprises? Because Tony Stark turned this program that Quentin Beck had, a holographic system that he designed with a revolutionary breakthrough approach. With, with limited... He turned it into a self-therapy machine. For Tony, called Barf. Which we saw in the beginning of Captain America's Civil War. And so... Quentin Beck this whole time has been pissed that Tony Stark called my invention Barf. Kim. Kim. And then he fired me. He said I was unstable. And then everyone's like, yeah, Tony Stark. Oh, hey, Chico, guess what? We get a call back to Iron Man 1. Yep. We have Quentin's assistant, William, who is the guy who was trying to build the arc reactor for Obadiah and Iron Man. Who is played by... Are you ready for this, Chico? I'm ready for this. He is played by Peter Billingsley. That Peter Billingsley? Oh, yes, that Peter Billingsley. And do you know why? Why? Because Peter Billingsley is a longtime producing partner of Jon Favreau. I thought he had more hair than that, though. Oh, hey, this guy Guterman created a soldier from another Earth named Quentin fighting space monsters in Europe, which was totally ridiculous. But apparently the thing that everyone believes now because everyone bought it. And then there's Victoria staging an electro- electromagnetic pulses at each attack site. So Fury's own satellites would confirm our lies to Janus, Janus. After Tony died, she discovered Edith was being handed over. Not to us, not to the Defense Department, but to a child. And so the rest of you, Tony Stark is gone. There's a window of opportunity, and someone will step up. 
These days, you can't be the smartest guy in the room, the most qualified, and no one cares. Unless you're flying around with a cape or shooting lasers from your hands, no one will even listen. Well, well I've got a cape, and I got lasers. Got freaking laser beams. Our technology, Edith Mysterio, will be the greatest hero on Earth. Everyone will listen, not to a boozy man child. No. no. Not to a hormonal teenager. No. No. But to me and to my very wealthy crew. <laughs> to us. Uh, to to mis- us. To Mysterio. To Mysterio. To Peter Parker. To Peter Parker. Yeah, poor mother Let's get to work. So Peter goes back to Ned. Ned hugs him like, oh, we almost died. Huh. Okay, but Peter's like, I'm done with the mission and the trip's over. Ned's like, there's monsters coming out of the ground. Of course our parents would want us home. But oh, Mr. Harrington's like, oh, Peter, you're not dead. Okay, just stay here. Oh, put some clothes on, Ned. Oh, okay. We're booking flights. <laughs> We're booking flights. We came for science. We're leaving because of witches. Welcome, Welcome to, the, to the new dark ages. <laughs> so they're going home in the morning. But all the elementals are gone. Flash is like, can you all keep it down? I'm live streaming. MJ's asking Peter, where were you? I got lost. That's a good thing you're back. So much for Paris. Would have been fun. Night. Night. Okay. Oh, Peter's not ready for the trip to be over yet, and he wanted to do something fun. That's not on the itinerary or planned with Mr. Harrington. Do you want to go out with me, MJ? Sure. Okay. Well, let's do that. Oh, Oh, look, there's a news report. Night... (laughs) Mysterio and Night Monkey against this, the Elemental. And you're, there's a news report of a clip of Ned and Betty on the Ferris wheel like, Night Monkey, help us, Night Monkey! Night Monkey! And it was all thanks to Mysterio and Night Monkey. That This is all over the news. Like, oh, Mysterio and the mysterious Night Monkey. So, okay. Peter and MJ, they're walking out on the streets of Prague here. Peter wants to tell MJ something since it's their last night in Europe. MJ figures it out. Yeah, you're Spider-Man. She knew that he was going to say this because it was kind of obvious. And that she's been watching him for a while now. And she's figured out the whole thing going back from Washington. And the fact that he always seems to disappear for no reason whatsoever. Peter's trying his best to Say, no, 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 no. And then she's like, oh, tonight on the news I saw you. But no, it wasn't me. It was the night monkey. The night monkey. Yeah, that's what it says on the news. And the news never lies. Sure, Peter. But then MJ's like, would the night monkey and Spider-Man ever use the same webs? And she presents Peter with what she found at the scene, which is... Apparently a camera with some webs on it. A camera with some webs on it. Maybe he's a spider monkey. And then Peter's like, Ugh. Were you only watching me because you thought I was Spider-Man? And MJ's like, Yup. Because why else would I be watching you? But then, all of a sudden, the camera just, <laughs> Boop! Alright, wait a minute! What's all this, then? 
What is that? Oh. It's a projector. It's an advanced projector. But it feels real. And then Peter's like, wait, the elementals are fake. That doesn't make any sense. We were all there. There was some fire and destruction. But no, the uh, elemental is throwing his hand right over Peter and does nothing. And he's seeing an image of, of Mysterio the fighting the elemental. Peter figures, okay, we got to get the hell out of here. But now Mysterio is just like, I guess, practicing the um the next battle he's doing. Fly, 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 zap, zap, zap. It turns out it's just an army of these Stark drones. And they're the same drones that uh, Peter had access to. Now Quentin's using them for what? Hijinks? Antics? Yeah, he wants maximum damage. He wants to cause a lot of casualties. If you're watching this, you notice that Quentin Beck is wearing a practical uh, special effects sort of suit. That is quite similar to what people wear when they are, you know, when they have sort of effects grafted onto their suit. Yes. Quentin is informed that one of the drones is missing, but it's like, okay, that's fine. But Quinn's like, wait, you're telling me this now? Oh, but it's only one drone. No one will care. Quentin Beck wants this to be perfect. He's trying to fool 7 billion people, including Nick Fury, who is the most paranoid and dangerous man on the planet. And if he catches on before he kills him, he'll have a bullet put in his head. And nobody wants a bullet in their head, right? And everyone's like, And he asks William, can you look at me? Pull up, Edith. Hey, I need a level 5 search, full research protocol for this device. And then... Oh, search everything going in and out of the building. And then, uh-oh. Uh-oh. The camera finds MJ taking the drone and showing it to oh, Peter. Oh, Jesus. One day after I've had to kill Peter Parker because of this, I hope you'll remember that his blood is on your hands. Oh. Fudge. See, he doesn't want to kill Peter Parker. No. Well, no, he wants to kill Ralphie Parker. So, all right. So, Peter is telling MJ, well, everything. The glasses, the drones, almost killing Brad, Beck being a fraud. Oh. He just realized he's undressing in front of MJ. Awkward. <laughs> Awkward turtle. Oh, 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 oh! You, oh! Stop glancing, you nasty. Oh, but now Ned's in the room. Like, oh, Ned, perfect. Oh, costume looks great. But then it's like, for the co- <laughs> the costume looks great for the costume party at the prince's castle. Ned's trying to pretend like, oh. That's a she great... knows I told her. Yep, she figured the whole thing out. And Ned's like, so relieved. By the way, MJ figured this out a long time ago. So they informed Ned, okay, Mysterio, he's faking this whole thing. Yep. The whole thing. Whole thing. Everything, fake. It's a fake. 
It's a phony! And basically, he has to run off and tell Fury? Tell yeah. Happy? Tell somebody? Tell somebody, I guess. And this requires him to go to Germany. Yes. Oh! Night Monkey! Night Monkey! Oh. Oh, look. Oh, oh! Hold on. Pause it. I have to bring something up here. Okay. The Audi. Yes. You notice the license plate? What is the license plate? It says MTU83779. Yes. That is a direct reference to Marvel Team-Up number 83 from July of 1979, which was Spider-Man and Nick Fury. Oh. That makes a lot of sense. So Nick Fury's like, okay, you got a lot of explaining to do. Just wait until we're secure. Okay. Oh, he has to put the seatbelt on. That's how secure we have to wait. Wait until we're secure. So, Peter's trying to tell Nick Fury and Maria Hill, Quentin Beck is not the guy you think he is. He is a liar. Mysterio, the Elementals, they're all fake. He has illusion tech. That's how he tricked me into giving him Edith. And look, here's a projector that I pulled off in Prague. So, so all that death and destruction we witnessed was created by this? No, he's using drones. Well, if this is true, then Beck's very dangerous, and we need to be smart. Who else did you tell about this? Oh, wait. It's all an illusion. He's what? here. What? Oh. Shot. So the drone shoots Nick Fury, and then... Shoots Peter. Everybody keeps shooting Nick Fury for some reason. Everyone keeps shooting Nick Fury. And then, oh, Quentin Beck saying, oh, Fury always had to die, but not you. Oh, Peter's asking, stop hiding, Beck. But, oh, now the drones are disappearing. Oh, no. You're making me do all this, Peter. And now, oh, here's an illusion. Oh, you told me you were just a kid. You told me you wanted to run after that girl. Oh, now he's seeing an illusion of MJ. Oh, man. He is tripping. He is tripping balls right here. Oh. Oh, no. Now Mysterio is choking MJ in this illusion. And uh, foreshadowing, Chico. Drops her. Drops her. Foreshadowing. Yep. I don't think you know it's real, Peter. Hmm. Oh, glass shatters up out of the illusion and then up onto a car, onto a car that has to hurt, but up back to the illusion. What's real? What's fake? I don't even know anymore. There's multiple Spider-Man beating the crap out of Peter. And Beck is saying, I created Mysterio to give the world someone to believe in. I control the truth. Mysterio is the truth. There's a giant statue in this illusion of Mysterio. What a gigantic ego this jackass has. And oh, look, if you were good enough, maybe Tony would still be alive. Look. It's Zombie Iron Man. Zombie Iron Man. But don't worry, Chico. I'm sure the Watcher has seen it many times. Yeah. You made your choice. All you had to do was step aside. And now you have... Wait, what? Nick Fury has shot Quentin Beck. Huh? 
Because oh. ultimately, he, like me, was getting tired of all these ruses. Yeah. Okay. Fury asks, who'd you tell? Oh, just Ned and MJ from my class. And maybe Ned told his girlfriend Betty, and that's it. And then we hear a laugh, and Fury's like, you're you are so... so gullible. You're as smart as a whip. Just a sucker. Oh! And now all of your friends have to die. Oh, no. More illusions. It's easy to fool people when they're already fooling themselves. But for what it's worth, Peter, I really am sorry. Oh! Train. Train! You know... Quentin should make sure that Peter's actually dead first. Yeah. Obviously, Peter's not dead. No. But he needs an aspirin or something. Yeah, he's just going to say, like, oh, I'm going to just sit on this chair here and just take a nice nap. And then he wakes up. And then, wait a second. He's like, hmm. Where am I? There's some men in orange shirts. They say, oh, they found you unconscious at the train yard. Very dangerous. And we gave you the shirt because you seemed a bit cold. Oh, that's nice. That's nice of them. Peter, even works. you're all nice and you speak really good English. Welcome to the Netherlands. Peter's like, wait, I'm in the Netherlands right now? Yep. Oh, Bye. But, oh, he can't get out of the prison because the guard's on a break talking to his wife because she's pregnant. By the way, the Netherlands scenes, they were filmed in Britain. Oh, look. The guard is wearing the night monkey mask. Like, seriously? Hey, look at me. I'm night monkey. Look at me. Oh, he just broke out of the prison? The Netherlands guys are like, "Eh." nope. Uh, we could get out, but no. We won't tell him. Okay, Peter's like stuck in the Netherlands. And he asks, can I borrow your phone, shopkeeper? And the shopkeeper's like, sure. Here you go. And so Peter's like, okay. I gotta call this one person. I need a ride uh, here in the Netherlands. And he has to actually get somebody to like... Broke yeah, I think he actually has to have the shopkeeper guy, like, direct the person on the phone the direction, so. He By the way, the... all of these, all of these, uh. Tulips. these tulips. Or digital. Yeah. Everything is digital. Yeah, these are not real tulips, but they look so realistic. They do. It's part so... of the illusion you see. Part of the illusion. There's many illusions in this movie, but we find out the person he was talking to on the phone was Happy. Yep. So Happy's in the Netherlands, and Peter's like, tell me something only you would know. Okay. Uh, Remember when we went to Germany? You pay-per-viewed a video in your room. They didn't list the titles, but I could tell by the price it was an adult film. And he didn't know how I knew it. And Peter's like, okay, that's it. And then he's just thankful that, oh, Finally. And Abby's like, okay, you have to tell me what's going on here, so. And now Pete's just letting it all out. He trusted Beck. He gave him the only thing Stark left for him. 
It's going to kill his friends in Europe, and it's all his fault. So do not tell me to relax. But Peter really misses Tony. Happy's like, and Happy's like, I miss him too. Peter's like, everywhere I go, I see his face, and the whole world is asking who's going to be the next Iron Man. And I think Morgan Stark's in with a chance. Just saying, possibly, but probably not for another fifteen years, Chico. We won't find that out probably until like Phase Seven. Probably. Meanwhile, Happy's like, you're not Iron Man. You're never going to be Iron Man. Nobody could live up to Tony. Not even Tony. Tony was my best friend. He was a mess. He second-guessed everything he did. He was all over the place. The one thing that he did that he didn't second-guess was picking you. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. Now your friends are in trouble. You're all alone. Your tech is missing. What are you going to do about it? Hmm. But I mean, right now, specifically, what are you going to do? Because we've been hovering over this tulip field for the last 15 minutes. Okay, so Peter can't call his friends because Beck is tracking all their cell phones. So, um, okay. Peter wants Happy's phone. What's his password? And it turns out his password. His password is password. How does security your password is password? Okay, so Peter finds out through Flash's Instagram Live that they're in London. So, okay, he needs a suit. So Happy's like, I got you covered. Oh! He's got a facility in the plane. There's a thing in the plane where Peter can assemble a suit, a brand new suit, right on the plane. Man, what a very convenient plot device. Very deus ex machina. So, oh. Yes, the computer. Bring up everything you have in Spider-Man. And look, there's like wireframe diagrams in 3D of all his suits. All of them. All of them. That is just basically going to take the best parts of each one of them. He's going to take the best parts of each one and make a whole brand new suit. Okay. You take care of the suit. I'll take care of the music. And then, oh, back in Black's playing on the loudspeakers. And P- Peter's like, oh, I love Led Zeppelin. Peter, like, you, you no, you, you got to listen to more 1970s rock music. Yeah. So, okay, he's making the new suit here. Oh, okay. Now pay attention to what Nick Fury says to Maria here. I thought Kree having sleeper cells was top secret information. Hmm. 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 I don't think that's anything. Uh, No. And we have an electromagnetic pulse in London. The biggest one yet. The biggest EM pulse yet. And okay. (laughs) Oh, wait. Mr. Harrington says... Oh, the company set up a city tour. And then we'll grab a bite and head out to the airport. And Brad's like, is no one going to acknowledge how crazy this whole trip is? Like, there's been... No- <laughs> and then, Mr. D- there's been nothing scientific about this science tour at all. And Brad's like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Peter. Have you anyone not noticed how shady he is? 
I saw him in the back room with some woman in his underwear, and he's always sneaking away, like back at the opera, huh? Now he's suddenly off the trip with his family in Berlin. Is no one else interested in the truth? And MJ's like, the very concept of objective truth is fading out of the world. Brad's like, George Orwell. Yeah. And so MJ's like, well, since Peter's not really here to tell his truth, what about you, Brad? Why take pictures of people in the bathroom? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. It wasn't like that. It was, I was trying to take a creeper be creeping. And Mr. Heron is like, okay, let's put all this behind us and have a great afternoon. A very nice, peaceful afternoon. And he says to himself, Mr. Hayden, sounds great, Mr. Harrington, says the class. I'm going to be a cool teacher right now. You got to stop. stop doing that. It's weird. No more photos in the bathroom, urinal, or stalls. Oh, Mr. Harrington's like, hey, look, we got a bus all to ourselves. That's not weird. That's not weird at all. Turns out, they have the kids. Mm. Now Mysterio is back, looking for Fury. So, Fury says to Beck, you've all we got. And then, (laughs) Beck's like, if this is why I fear, then God help us, Fury. God help us all. Okay, people, no Avengers coming. Let's launch the drones, William. Mm. Oh. Drones rendering the atmosphere. Weapons hot. Edith? Yes, Quentin? Show me my loose ends. What's the show's going? Execute the kill order on my command. Start the show. MJ's like, I don't like this. There's something fishy. And Ned's like, well, you're an FOS now. Friend of Spider-Man. And you have to just stay calm. Oh, thunder. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. The driver's like... The driver's like, kids are the kill zone. And Beck's like, great work, Gutterman. And he's just putting on his hat like, yup, I'm gonna kill some kids. I'm very proud of myself as this fake wind's flying all over my face. I'm killing a bunch of snot-nosed brats. Meanwhile, Happy calls Nick and is like, I'm over at Mr. Storks. I'm going through his belongings. There's a surfboard you left behind. Nick Fury's like, what? No, pe- <laughs> what? There was a surfboard. People said that they didn't think Nick Fury was a surfer, but I said appearances could be deceiving. And Fury's like, it's not mine. Don't ever call this number again, Hogan. Boom. Dorset And now Coast. we're here at the Dorset Coast of the UK, the White Cliffs of Dover. There'll be bluebirds over that soon. Okay, Fury got the coded message. Your friends are at the Tower Bridge. So, okay. Peter's like, happy. Whatever happens, please give this necklace to MJ. You make it back, you'll give it to her yourself. I know it's illusion tech. All I have to do is get inside the illusion, then I can take it down, find him, and he's just a guy, so I can take Edith right back. Yeah, but last time you got hit by a train. True. But this time... How do I explain this? I have a sixth sense. The Peter Tingle? That's what you're talking about, right? It's not working, though. I heard it wasn't working right now, is it? It's working. I, I don't know if it's working. So you got the Peter Tingle. I'm going to go get your friends. You get that Peter Tingle back online. And, oh, 
We're seeing the new suit being 3D printed. Oh. Looks nice. Hey. Looks good. Hey, Chico, that new suit, it looks good. It looks good. Looks good. It's really good. It looks good. Oh, it looks 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 good. And then, oh, oh, Mr. Harrington is looking at this storm and is like, hey, Mr. Bus Driver, is it safe? And then he sees there's no driver. We have no driver. How could and it possibly be safe? Mr. Harrington's like, how could this happen? Why is there no driver? Maybe that has something to do with it. He's like, the bus driver's all gone. Well, it's okay. Mr. Dell and I have it under control. And Mr. Dell's like, don't drag me into this, Roger. I'm doing my best, Julius. Look. And Mr. <laughs> Dell's like, the witches are back. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> off the bus. The witches are back. They're... <sighs> hey, we're going to kill people. Oh. Everybody says, it's not real, it's not real. It's like, it looks real to me. Mr. Dell says, earth, wind, fire, water. Oh, no, they joined oh, no. forces like the Power Rangers. You're thinking of Voltron. Voltron, you're thinking of Voltron. Oh. I was thinking of Captain Planet, actually. MJ's figured out, oh, wait, if Mysterio knows, uh-oh. 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 Oh, no. And then Flash sees Ned, MJ, and Betty leave, and Flash's like, oh, better go, too. Oh, and did you see what Mr. Dell said to Mysterio? Kill that, Kill that witch! Kapow! <laughs> Jamie Smooth is the best part of this movie. <laughs> Jamie Smooth makes this movie. He really does. Jamie Smooth makes anything he's in. I'm talking about Curb Your Enthusiasm, talk about a million little things, all that stuff. Oh, hold on. Quentin Beck's like, Oh, Fury, you have to go somewhere safe. But Fury's like, I appreciate your concern, but I'd never leave my men behind. Hmm. Okay, so Peter's got the new suit ready. Happy likes the new suit. And, oh. Okay, here we go. Wants to make sure Beck doesn't see him coming. So, okay. Oh, Peter wants to say something to Happy before this whole thing starts going. He wants to have a serious conversation about him. You and my aunt. Yeah. He wants to have a serious conversation about this. Boop. Oh, Ooh, he's got, he has got a parachute now. He's got a spider parachute with the Spider-Man logo on it. Okay, so wait a minute. All the elementals, they've merged into something, into something else, something more powerful. It's drawing energy from the Earth's core. And clearly... Beck is getting this from Guterman, and he's clearly trying to improve. I guess he's, he's Guterman improvised dialogue. He thinks that this is all an act. He thinks he's all play acting. And then Fury's like, eh. and then he's like, "That's some bullshit." Wait, is that? Oh, be ready for anything. And he has his spider wings. Oh yeah, I do like that. And now Peter's gone inside. Remember, 
Yeah. It's not real. It's not real. So Peter is now inside the illusion with all the drones. Obviously, it takes a lot of drones to power an illusion this big. All he has to do is destroy one, right? I guess so. Zap, zap, zap. And there zap. he goes. Zap, zappity, zap. Destroying all of them at the same oh. time. Oh, yeah. And one of the drones is in front of the window trying to kill Nick. And Fury's like, you got me. And then Maria's on top of the building, firing a missile right at the drone. Boom. I got you. They said the illusions started to come apart. Beck's like, just kill this illusion, okay? They'll see what I want them to see. You still need the cape? Yes, Janice, I still need the cape. So they killed the illusion. As you can see, absolutely nothing has happened. Everything's fine. And then Becky sees the uh, Happy's plane. He sees Happy's plane, and he's like, who the hell is that? But then, okay, we got Flash, Ned, MJ, Betty. They all run into Happy. and Basically and, says, I work with Spider-Man. You guys have got to get out of here. Flash is like, you work for Spider-Man? No, I work with Spider-Man. I don't work for him. And then, and oh, then boom. Oh, oh, the plane's destroyed. Plan B. Okay. And Beck is targeting Spider-Man with all of the drones now. And again, a lot of drones. Oh, look at the look at the beef eaters! They're shooting at all the drones. Because in London, they do not take kindly to that mess. No, it's okay. Happy and everyone, they go inside this uh, vault here at this museum place, and the drones trying to find them all. And MJ's like, "I'm gonna take care of this my own self." And Flash is taking a video of this. Flash, you're facing imminent death here. Don't do that. Don't live stream your potential death. Flash, you dimwit. Betty knocks out the uh, a suit of armor. MJ knocks out the drone. Boom! Oh, and the best part is Happy throws one of the shields from one of the uh, knight statues, throws it at the drone, and misses. And asked himself, how does Cap do that? A lot of practice, Happy. Even Sam had to practice. Yes. So okay, Peter's trying to get away from all these drones right here. Outrunning a whole army of drones is hard. Peter finds something. Oh, it's a little, like, a uh, stuffed beef eater. And he throws yep. it. And... Oh. Zap. Are we all gonna die? Happy's like, nobody dies on my watch. Okay, and now everyone makes a confession. Are you ready for all these confessions that they're all about to make here? Okay, you might, you know what? I'm just not going to say anything. Guys, take it away. I wish my life playing video games and we're going to die. I have a fake ID, and I've never even used it. I post stupid videos daily for people to like me. Hey, it wasn't for those stupid videos. Spider-Man would have never found you. Spider-Man, Spider-Man follows me? I saved this guy! And you saved us, then why are we about to die? Oh. I'm sorry, okay? I'm, just, I'm obsessed with telling the truth, even if it hurts other people's feelings. I'm in love with Spider-Man's aunt. What?
What? So Peter pulls something off from one of the drones. Right. I think it's like a battery or something. Oh, he pulled up the sign that says Tower Bridge. So what's he going to do right here? He's just he's just going to go all Leroy Jenkins in this joint. Leroy Jenkins! Throws it up in the air and boom! Destroys a lot of the uh, drones. And he flings himself using the Tower Bridge sign. Up, over, and gone. And beats the crap out of Beck. And then up! All the drones are deactivated as Happy and everyone are about to die. And, oh! Nope. Your lies are over, Beck. Oh, I this forgot. This is an ideal buy of contingencies. Oh, yeah. He still has Edith. And Peter just wants the glasses. Oh, you want these? Oh, come and get them. <laughs> Oh, no, we're back into an illusion. Oh, great, we're tripping balls again. And Peter's like, come on, Peter Tingle. And then, ooh, ooh, oh. Ah, thanks to the Peter Tingle, he's working his way through this illusion right here. Yep. Messing up all these drones. And Beck's like, wait, why aren't these drones firing? They're in the strike zone. Oh, and... Beck yells, fire all the drones now! Well, if you're saying that really harshly, Quentin, I mean, gee. Yeah, man. Calm down. Yeah. Oh, here we go. One of the drones that Peter deflects goes right back and shoots at Beck, and then, oh! Ooh, in the kneecaps. Oh, in the kneecaps. Oh, and now he's laying dying. Oh. Beck. You lied to me. I trusted you. I know. That's the most disappointing part. You're a good person, Peter. Such a weakness. Stark was right. You do deserve them. Oh, it was an illusion. And guess what? Oh. Yeah. Peter grabs the real Quentin Beck's hand and is like, you can't, can't trick, me. trick me anymore. Well, takes the glasses off and orders Edith to turn off all the drones and oh, I'm guessing the uh, the gunshot kind of like as Peter held the arm, like, ended up shooting him for some reason. Maybe. I don't... How would the physics of that be possible? No idea. But in any case, Quentin Beck is dead. We think he's dead. We think. Yeah. Oh, meanwhile, okay. We still have to sell the situation here with Happy and everybody. But before we get to that, Peter asks Quentin, how could you do all this? How could you do all of this? You'll see, Peter. People didn't believe. And nowadays, they'll believe anything. If that doesn't sound ominous, I don't know what does. And now he's he's dead. 
is he is this real and then Edith tells Peter all wishes are down this is pretty real and then yeah he's dead oh wait hold on a second we see William with something with his phone that says downloading gee hmm I wonder what he's downloading hmm but okay Everything's all safe with Happy and everybody. MJ's running off. MJ has to find Peter. She finds Peter. On the bridge. Everyone's fine. Everything's all good. It was just the drones. They were following them. And MJ says they just stopped. Was that all because of you? Yep. And Peter's like, yeah. I, uh, uh, well... Yeah. Oh, MJ brought the uh the mallet. You know, in case he needed some help. That's nice. That's nice. She's nice. Oh, the sweaty guy in the tower. He works for you or something. He uh he gave me Oh no, the necklace is broken. Oh no, that's not that's not good. Oh and Peter tries to tell MJ, I had this point in. Oh, she kissed him. She kissed Peter. Oh, MJ has a confession to make. She wasn't just watching him because he thought he was Spider-Man. Oh. Ooh. Well, that's good. Oh. And then she figures, oh, Black Dahlia, like the murder. Like the murder. Yeah. Like the murder. Oh. But MJ's like, I like this broken. Oh, that's good. Because I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. And they both like each other. And then, oh, little smooch. Just a little. And then, ooh! Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. We should probably get back to class now. Yeah. Okay. So Happy's like, oh, no, May, you're right. He's great. He's strong. And I'm glad he stayed, too. Oh. So now Nick Fury and Maria Hill go to Happy, and Happy's like, I'm glad you're alive and the coded messages worked. Well, appearances can be deceiving. I'm surprised you didn't just wink in the camera. But it worked. And Fury says that he had Only because he had serious doubts about Beck in the beginning. Well, that's not true. He had zero doubts, according to Maria. Okay, so where's Porker? He's with a girl. Fury needs to speak with him. He'll call you. What? Okay, well, he better, or it's Happy's ass. And Fury says to Happy, don't even think about ghosting me, because I'll be watching you. So everybody's back to New York. They arrive at the Newark. That doesn't look like Newark Liberty. I flew through Newark Liberty. I've been to Newark. It does not look like that. No, Newark is a trash dump. Maybe this is in the alternate universe post-snap where they decided, oh, let's just make everything all nice. Now, that's one place I stop every time I fly into Newark. Dick Clark's American Bandstand Cafe. I don't see that any damn place here. Maybe this is the effects of the infrastructure bill already. Because this is like, what, 2023, (laughs) 2024? Uh... I don't know. But, oh. 
Ned and Betty go to Pierre. Oh. Pierre's like, we should double date. But then Yeah, they yeah, we broke up. What? But they had a good thing going. But oh, the journey they share together will always be a part of them. Oh. And Betty's like, You are so wise, Ned. Oh. <laughs> Flash goes to Hello, Gerald. Could mother not make it? And Gerald, the limo driver, is like, no, she couldn't make it. Uh, that goes back to what we saw earlier on the uh, the messages, which is an Easter egg that no one would probably notice unless they paid like close attention. Yep, like we did. And Flash is like, oh, but uh, Aunt May's. <laughs> oh wait, what happened with Aunt May? May, I promise you. <gasps> Here's here. Don't give me a ticket. Oh, I'm so glad you're okay. No, for real, I'm good. I'm actually really fine. Let's go. Where are your bags? Oh, right, they got blown up. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, Aunt May made some hot buttered bagels. Nice. Oh. Peter's like, I kept my identity pretty guarded these past couple years. I faced a lot of deception. I'm tired of all the lies. So it's time for the truth to be out there. So Peter basically says, Happy, are you dating my aunt? And Happy's like, yes. And May's like, no, not really. And it's like, oh, it's just a summer fling. Yeah, it's a summer fling. Yeah, who knows where it might lead to? Yeah. Yeah. We'll always be friends. And then Peter's like, okay, I got a date. Bye. Oh, Peter's flinging his web and he's on his cell phone. Oh, he's taking snaps of himself. Why is he taking snaps of himself? I don't know. Maybe he has an Instagram page, Spider-Man. I don't know. Maybe he's working on getting a job. Maybe. A job. A job. Oh, a job. A job. Don't text and swing. Because next thing you know, you're going to get hit by a bus. Well, he's already been hit by a train, so. True. Okay, so Peter arrives at East 41st Street and finds MJ. Apologizes for being late. And then asks MJ, are you ready? Oh! Peter and MJ are swinging on the web! Oh, oh that Peter Parker's a real swinger. <laughs> Oh, this is so great. Yep. You'll love to see it. Yep. And, oh, credits, but hold on a second, Chico. Of course, we all know we're not done yet. But what I love, Chico, about these credits here is we got the Go-Go's Vacation playing right here. I don't know what you'd call this style right here. What would you call it? Stop motion animation. Okay, stop motion. And I love that there's a newspaper headline with, Night, Night monkey? monkey? Night monkey? Question mark? Hmm? And we've got some of all the sights we've seen throughout the movie and everything. Uh, it's all nice and everything. We have pictures of all the cast. A Marvel Studios production. Spider-Man Far From Home. Well, Chico, I'm sure this has been so great. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's more. Huh? Is there more? Huh. So Peter and MJ... They stop. They're right in front of Madison Square Garden. MJ's like, okay, I'm never doing 
this web swinging again, okay? Never doing that again. And Peter's like, I better bounce. So Peter's about to bounce. And then, then... wait, hold on a second. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's Pat Kiernan doing there? Wait, Pat Kiernan? What's he doing in the impact zone, Chico? Oh, wait, that's Madison Square Garden. Oh, God, Greg. This is breaking news. We come to you now with revelations about last week's attack in London. An anonymous source provided this video. It shows Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio, moments before his death. A warning, you may find this video disturbing. I managed to send the elemental back to the dimensional rift, but I don't think I'm going to make it off this bridge alive. Spider-Man attacked me for some reason. He has an army of weaponized drones, Stark technology. He's saying he's the only one who's going to be the new Iron Man. No one else. Are you sure you want to commence the drone attack? There will be significant casualties. Do it! Execute them all! The shocking video was released earlier today on the controversial news website, thedailybugle.net. There you have it, folks. Conclusive proof that Spider-Man was responsible for the brutal murder of Mysterio, an interdimensional warrior who gave his life to protect our planet and who will no doubt go down in history as the greatest superhero of all time. But that's not all, folks. Here's the real blockbuster. Brace yourselves. You might want to sit out. Spider-Man's real... Spider-Man's real name is... Spider-Man's name is Peter Parker. What the? Oh, we got breaking news from Pat. Revelations about the attack in London. An anonymous source provided this video, and it shows Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio, moments before his death. A warning. You may find this video disturbing. Oh, wait a second here. All right, Chico, describe what you're seeing right here. Okay. So we have uh, footage of the Mysterio hologram dying. We have drones firing on Mysterio, it looks like. And then there's a bunch of explosions. Yes. And according to Pat, this video was released earlier today but on the controversial news site. Wait a minute. TheDailyBugle.net. The Wait a second, Chico. Oh, my God. It's J. Jonah Jameson saying that Spider-Man was responsible for the murder of Mysterio, an interdimensional warrior who gave his life to protect our planet, who will no doubt go down in history as the greatest superhero of all time. But that's, that's not, not all, all folks. folks. Here's the real... Breaks ourselves. Spider-Man's real... Spider-Man's real name is... Spider-Man's real name is Peter Parker. What the fuck? Uh-oh! 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 But I really do love that they brought back J.K. Simmons for this cameo at the mid credit scene. scene. Oh, yeah. When I saw this the first time in the theater, I didn't know this was coming. I literally popped as soon as I saw J.K. Simmons in the theater. I literally squealed when I saw him. <laughs> That was such a great moment. But so now everyone knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. But we're not done yet. Oh, we're not done yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I remember, I want to say that over vacation, I saw Captain America, the Winter Soldier, where Nick Fury was assumably murdered. 
Yeah. So why is Nick Fury in this movie when Nick Fury's been murdered? Oh, that's right. He was murdered. Hmm. Well. Well, okay, here we go. We have Nick and Maria in the car. Oh, wait. They're scrolls. You gotta tell me. It was fine. The little boy handled it. We helped. Talos. Come off it. How was I supposed to know that the whole thing was fake? <sighs> I mean, that was all very, very convincing. You know, the performances, the illusion, that costume, the craftsmanship and that. I mean, this is just embarrassing for a shapeshifter. Fine. Haley, I hope your uh, mission is going well. We gave the glasses to Parker about a week ago, like you said, and uh, that's very touching, you know? Really, really quite touching. Taylor's. Um, and, uh, you know, shortly after that, it, it really kind of went off the rails, and so we need you to come back, because everyone kept asking me where the Avengers are, and I don't know what to say to that, so you're lucky that's why I'm scrolls and guess who's in the car pretending to be nick fury it's talos from captain marvel they basically said the little boy handled it we helped talos come off it how was i supposed to know that the whole thing was fake i mean that was all very convincing the performances the illusion the costume craftsmanship this is just embarrassing for a shapeshifter so Talos calls Nick Fury. He's like, hey, the glasses to Parker about a week ago, like you said, we gave them to him. It was very touching, and uh, it was really quite touching. Um, and shortly after that, um, it really went kind of off the rails. And so, Nick, we need you to come back because everyone keeps asking me where the Avengers are, and I don't know what to say. So you're lucky that Spider-Man went and up. We cut back to Nick, and we... Assume he's on a beach somewhere. It looks like a pretty fake-looking beach. That yeah, this is the fakest-looking beach ever. And, oh, it's not a beach. It's not a beach at all. Nick's getting off the uh, the chair here, and he's like, Everybody back to work! And we find out, up oh, he's on a giant spaceship filled with scrolls. And he asks, who has my shoes? And that's your movie. Yep. And it's and of dedica- course it's dedicated to both Stanley and Steve Ditko. Yes. Sony Columbia Pictures logo. That's it. That's your movie. And here's the thing about Spider-Man: Far From Home. It was the first Spider-Man film to gross one billion dollars worldwide. And this was against an initial budget of $160 million. So not very expensive for a Spider-Man film or for an MCU film. But the return was incredible. 
Yes. The turd was absolutely nuts. And of course, the end of that film paved the way for No Way Home, which is coming out in just a few weeks' time. And not only is this the most successful Spider-Man film, we're looking at the second most screens it's ever played on. 4,634, second behind Avengers Endgame. So there you go. And even as successful as that is, it's still, like, from a critical standpoint, it was sort of... Meh. But the audiences loved it. Oh, yeah. Audiences loved it. Owen Gleiberman says, By the end, this Spider-Man really does find his tingle, coming after Into the Spider-Verse, with its swirling psychedelic imagery and identity games and trapdoors of perception, Spider-Man Far From Home touches all the bases of a conventional Marvel movie. It doesn't take you out of this world, but it's good enough to summon the kick, or maybe just the illusion of consequence. But Chica, we had one situation following the release of this movie, which for a couple of months in 2019 was maybe the biggest, like, oh my God, what are we going to do now? Oh, we were all, where do we go from here? Because this movie sets up a cliffhanger. Yep. And then for a brief period, right after this movie came out, Sony and Marvel Studios. Now, remember, their partnership was, in the beginning, just for two MCU movies and one appearance in Infinity War and Endgame. So that contract's all done and everything. And now, Sony figures, you know what? We don't need you anymore, Marvel. We can just do it ourselves, and we can finally, with the success of Venom, we can now finally do our own thing with Spider-Man. So, see ya! And basically, with the success of this movie and everything it teased with the cliffhanger, Web fans kind of, like, upset, because it's like, okay, we have Spider-Man in this cliffhanger here, and now we can't acknowledge everything that has happened to Spider-Man now in the MCU. We can't reference everything with all the other characters in the MCU. So it's just going to be the Spider-Man character with all the other Marvel characters that Sony has the rights to. So how would this possibly make any sense, given what we've seen so far in Peter Parker's journey? Like, it doesn't even go through all of the... uh references made in passing okay if you have no more sony and marvel studios being involved the problem i had with this was the whole point of this movie was and especially with endgame the whole movie kind of teases okay the avengers now have no leader the avengers are without a leader and frankly they're without a focus too because if you remember one of the questions raised in this movie was what's the deal with the Avengers? Where are they? What's going on with them? Yeah. And this whole movie teases that Spider-Man is going to be a central figure in the MCU going forward. So, okay. So if there's no more Spider-Man, the MCU, like what do they just explain it away by saying, Oh, that Quentin Beck, he embarrassed that Peter Parker kid so much. He won't show his face ever again. You just answered your own question there, Greg. 
But thankfully, cooler heads prevailed, and... Sony and Marvel Studios came to a deal later on in 2019, which had Marvel making a third Marvel Cinematic Universe movie with Spider-Man, which we know is coming out at the time we're recording this next month, and Tom Holland is contracted to have one appearance in a Disney MCU movie as Peter Parker. So we're going to get the third Spider-Man movie and one more appearance somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere in the movie. Maybe it'll be Multiverse of Madness. Who knows? Considering how Doctor Strange is connected to No Way Home. Mm -hmm. But as we've mentioned on this show in the past, earlier this year, Sony and Disney reached a deal to have some of the Sony legacy content on Disney Plus next year, which includes, obviously, the two MCU Spider-Man movies, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, and the Mark Webb Tassim movies. Tassim movies, along with some other Sony legacy content. Um, Ghostbusters, I know, is going to be on Disney Plus, and a bunch of other things. I'm guessing some of the Sony animated stuff will be on Disney Plus, too. But, basically... By this time next year, with the exception of The Incredible Hulk, which is owned by Universal, you'll have mostly every MCU movie now on Disney+. Plus, Roughly 98%. Yeah, and you know, The Incredible Hulk, I've seen it. If you skip over it, you're not missing much. No. I mean, even though they are now working in Abomination into Phase 4 with, as you saw in Shang-Chi and everything. And you'll see him in She-Hulk, too, so... Yeah, I cannot wait for She-Hulk. This might turn into a Tatiana Maslany Stan podcast in a few moments. Oh, yes, but we're not here to talk about that. As you mentioned, Chico, this film made a billion dollars at the box office, and then, of course, Spider-Man Far From Home would be released on digital HD on September 17th, 2019, and arrived on 4K Ultra HD combo pack Blu-ray combo pack and DVD on October 1st of 2019. And here are some of the extras included on this Blu-ray set. Are you ready? I am ready. New original short, Peter's to-do list. Peter has a few errands to run before he can leave on his class trip. Oh, teacher's travel tips. Oh, look at this. Mr. Harrington and Mr. Dell present a few tips on how to traverse the European continent. What do you want to bet that there's going to be a mention of um, witches? Witches. Oh, there's going to be plenty of mentions of witches from Mr. Dell. Stepping up, explore how Spider-Man was introduced in the MCU, the ways Tom Holland transformed the character of Peter Parker, and what the future holds for Spider-Man. Suit up. The suit doesn't make the hero, but it does play a big role in who they are and who they can become. The piece examines all of Peter's different suits in the movie, and with behind-the-scenes footage, we see why some suits are better than others. Far, far, far from home. The film's illustrious locations serve story points and established tone, but they are also amazing to travel to. Hear from the cast on their experiences filming on location. It takes two, a special look at the chemistry between director John Watts and Tom Holland, Fury and Hill, MCU stalwarts Kobe Smulders and Samuel L. Jackson are back as Agent Maria Hill and Nick Fury. The Ginta Riva effect, 
a look at the villain subplot and how William Gunter Riva ties Spider-Man Far From Home all the way back to the beginning of the MCU. That's Peter Billingsley's character. The guy was fired by... Uh, Obadiah. Uh, Obadiah. Because he or couldn't... Build a sustainable arc reactor. arc reactor, yeah. Thank you, Mrs. Parker. A look at Marissa Tomei's reimagining of Aunt May from Homecoming to Far From Home. The Brothers Trust. A quick look into some of the amazing work Tom Holland and his brothers have done through their charity, The Brothers Trust. Oh, and by the way, um, one of Tom Holland's brothers is going to make a cameo, I believe, in uh, No Way Home. Oh, nice. Yes, he's going to be playing a thug in the movie. So, An update, according to Tom Holland himself, his brother's cameo has been cut out of No Way Home, which is rather unfortunate. The Jump Off, interviews with the cast and crew take us through all the amazing stunts of Far From Home. Now you see me. We examine the evolution of Mysterio and why Jake Gyllenhaal was the perfect fit for the role. Stealthy Easter eggs allow Edith to reveal some of the hidden Easter eggs you may have missed. Select scene previs, a side-by-side comparison of the previs with the film. Gag reel and outtakes and alternate and extended scenes. And by the way, I believe some of those extended scenes were um, released theatrically because back around September of 2019, they actually released an extended version of Far From Home with some additional new scenes. Yeah, they put in some new scenes that were previously seen in the trailer, but not in the original release. Yeah, especially that scene in the trailer where Peter tells the cops that he's going on vacation. Yeah, that one. Yeah, but so far... The uh, extended cut has not been released on uh, Blu-ray or uh, digital. Hopefully one day we'll see it on Blu-ray and digital. I'm guessing maybe when uh, No Way Home comes out, Sony will release an extra box set of the whole trilogy. I imagine so. That would be a nice little steelbook there. Oh, yes. With some new extras. Please do that, Sony. That'd be nice. And also, there was a special Blu-ray Steelbook edition that had Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man Homecoming, Venom, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse all in one set. That's a hell of a set right there, Greg. It's a special Steelbook, and I actually got this from my brother when he was moving into his new house because he inherited a movie room in the house from the previous owner of the house, and I got it on Walmart.com for under 20 bucks. That's a really good movie to break in the new movie room. Yes, it is. So you got that. But also, speaking of Walmart, if you got the Blu-ray from Walmart, you got the third special retro-inspired figure of the set that started with Venom and Into the Spider-Verse. Okay, Chico, you ready for this third and final set to complete the uh, retro figures? Okay. Give it to me. Okay, here we go. Night Monkey figure. Oh, yeah. I was trying to remember the the name of that suit. They call it the Stealth Suit. The Stealth Suit, which is in the uh, Spider-Man PS4 game as the Stealth Suit. But, okay, I found this on eBay. You can buy this on eBay for, okay, we're not doing eBay prices right. Wait a minute. I have an idea. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Before we get into this, we have something special we want to uh, do with you here. Okay. You're on into the Spidey movie verse right now. 
<laughs> and we brought you on here for one reason. Okay. Let's play eBay Price is Right! What? <laughs> what now? Hold on. Unfair. Unfair. Fair or unfair? Unfair. Okay, the reason we invited you on here, Mike, for this special edition of eBay Price is Right on the final episode of Into the Spidey Movie Versus, Mike, you're going to play clock game style and you're bidding on a special retro style figurine that came with the Walmart version of the Spider-Man Far From Home Blu-ray set. And I'm sending it to you in the Facebook chat right now. That is the figure for the stealth suit, or as Greg and I call it, the night monkey suit. The night monkey suit. Okay. Oh, 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 that's a suction cup. Okay, I was wondering what that empty void was in the top right-hand corner. Yeah, you could, like, replace okay. the hand also if you want on this figure, too. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, if they could, I wish they could develop something where you could replace a leg like that. But, you're bidding on this clock game style, and Chico, do you have the clock ready? I have the clock ready. Okay, Mike, the clock will start. Okay, you have a question. May I may I ask a question first? Yeah, yes. Okay. When was this re- commercially released? 2 years ago. Oh, okay. Do you have any sort of numbers in terms of how many were made? No numbers on how many were made. Okay. This was packaged with the Walmart release, so Okay. All right, I- I'm all set. Okay. Clock will start when you give your first bid. $20. Lower. $10. Higher. 15 Higher. $19.99. Lower. $17.99. Lower. $16.99. Lower. $15.99. Higher. $16.49. Lower. Uh, $16.25. Lower. $16.10. Lower. 16. Got it. Stop the clock. $16. You have three seconds left. That is the closest we've ever come on a clock game style eBay prices, right? And it wasn't even on the regular show. $100? Wow, what was I thinking? Well, that's why I asked how rare it was. Okay, 16 doesn't what? seem so bad. Mm-mm. No. Okay. No. I've spent more on less. You've spent more and less. That, that's your line. I've spent more and less. Okay, but Mike, do you want to read this at the bottom right here? This is so ridiculous. Okay, you're, you're, you're talking about the night monkey description? The night monkey description. Read it. Okay. Not much is known about night monkey after recently popping up on the scene where he teamed up with Nick Fury. Night monkey aids team leader Mysterio in the hunt of elementals while protecting the world from the damage they bring. Equipped with a utility belt, grappling device, and high-tech spectacles, he has enhanced vision, infrared, and pop-up shades. Doesn't that look awesome? Oh, Whammy wants to say something. Hey, Whammy, I'm glad you're here. What do you want to say about Spider-Man in that suit? Not impressed. Oh, really? No. You remember how I was dressed as 
Night Monkey a couple of years ago for Halloween. You impressed with that? Guess what not. The f- are you hanging around with Mike? <laughs> well, Whammy, would you like to dress up like Spider Man in one of your skits on your show? I can start to do that right now. Watch. Wee! Oh, Whammy. Why oh. through the air? Oh, well, we'll see you next time, Whammy. <laughs> well, the Night Monkey. He has his own figure. And I got this set from Walmart as a Christmas present, so I actually have the figure mint on card. Nice. I don't know if I'll ever take it out of the packaging, but it's hilarious. I don't want to lose it because of the just the back and that thing for Night Monkey. That's hilarious. Right, right. That makes perfect sense there. Yeah. So, okay. Spider-Man 4 from home. Any final thoughts? It's sort of... Everyone likes to say that Endgame is sort of the defining... Or Infinity War is sort of like the defining point. But if you think about it, Spider-Man Far From Home is basically where everything could be measured in before and after because you have the infinity saga obviously and spider-man far from home is the last chapter in the infinity saga but it sets up the sort of multiverse saga with phase four we've seen um all of the tv shows and all of the movies and how everything ties into everything else we've seen black widow tying into hawkeye hawkeye and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we see uh, Loki tie into pretty much everything. Yeah, especially Fantastic Four whenever that comes around in Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. So you're basically seeing the steps being taken to establish that we're dealing with a gigantic multiverse now. And like they said in the trailer for No Way Home, a threat to one universe crossing into ours is ultimately going to spell a threat to all of the universes. But that's another story. That's another story. So, Chica, we've reached the end of this run of the series. Yep. I mean, we may come back and uh, revisit it when um, No Way Home and Into the Spider-Verse 2 come out on uh, home media. But Oh, and don't now, forget Morbius! And Oh yeah, Morbius, that's coming Everyone forgets about Morbius, but we haven't forgotten. Nope, Morbius is coming in January, and I'm looking forward to that. But what else can we say except thank you all ever so much, and... Who knows? Like we said, maybe we'll come back and revisit this. But for now, for Greg, Theater, and everybody at Place to Be Nation Pop, my name is Chico Alexander. Our time is up, and we thank you for yours. Thank you ever so much for joining us on these deep dives into the Spidey Movieverse.
Okay. It's just me and you, Mr. Dell. Roger, man. I can't have you back on this one, man. I gotta go. Take me! I'm the one you want! 